everybody. It's happy hour. It's five o'clock somewhere right here on Spirals. That's right. We would like to introduce our cast. We've got Lorene over there who knows how to pick out a Hollywood star from a mile away. We've got Grant who's entering his prostate years. (laughs) No, no, I'm I'm entering my colonoscopy years. Your colonoscopy years. Then I'll be entering my prostate years. (laughs) And then you've got me who can't pronounce one word. That's it. That's We're our that's fun. our base today. That's what's happening. Well, you come up with good new words. Yeah. That's Thank right. you, Lori. Yes. I, yes. I try. You do. And I don't even try. They just come out. <laughs> Somehow uh, it works that way. All right. So yesterday, Oscar voting closed. Okay. And variety, you know, um, so the, the nominations will be announced next week, the 23rd. Who's okay. nominated for an Oscar? And the Oscars are held March 10th. Which I like so much better than the end of February. Right. That if felt, it gives it, a, it gives it a breather between the Grammys and the Super Bowl. It gives us something in March. We like the March, and this then we like, have the yeah, the Sweet Sixteen happens yeah. after that. And, okay. So I, I anyway. So one of my favorite things, and you read it too, is when they like the Holly. They do the uh, honest Oscar ballot right. thing, and they how people will who they're vote. Voting for, yeah. yeah. How. Yeah. So Variety talked to 22 different voters okay. from different guilds about who they're voting for to even be nominated okay. for the Oscars. And some of the takeaways, well, they're, it's kind of interesting. They spoke okay. to dozens of voters from all the branches. So um, the, uh, the Oscars could see a record-breaking showing in Best Picture for Female Directors. Okay. Um, only 19 movies that have been helmed by female filmmakers have ever been recognized by the Academy. And so Anatomy of a Fall, Barbie, and Past Lives were all directed by women. Women, okay. So uh, the billion-dollar question surrounding Barbie is, will its directors, Greta, get enough votes from the director's branch? And at the end of the day, what variety... The reporter who covered this said, at the end of the day, there's a feeling in Hollywood, well, it's just a Barbie movie. And it, which is... Makes our hair no stand on No movie has ever made as much money as just a Barbie movie. No, ever. 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 And, and it, it's already being dismissed because it's Barbie. Yeah. It is Poor things is probably going to take everything which would just... They like niche movies yeah. in the Oscar voting But, but the fact that that, that is like that That's is at someone, the end of the day that people are saying that it's just Barbie completely. It was a doll that no one ever thought anything about for years, and they made this renaissance, the Barbie-sons. I mean... And it was so clever. It was the a way movement. It was, done. it was a movie. Yeah, anyway, so but again, Greta only has a 50-50 chance of winning. She hasn't won anything no, yet. No, no, but she'll be nominated. But sure. then once she gets nominated, then the voters say it's 50-50. She'll need the Directors Guild directors to vote for her. And Saltburn is surging. Mm. It's okay. horrible. Okay, they're calling it the sexy it's- thriller that's been the talk of the town in Hollywood. Because of two scenes that I could tell you about, but I can't. It's polarizing, the responses. Amazon MGM's campaign has garnered attention because there is a, for your consideration, two huge billboards on the Sunset Strip featuring the notorious bathtub drain. Oh, yeah, that's just ridiculous. It's a ridiculous scene. But they're calling it brilliant. Okay. Okay. 
So the film is on the bubble in several categories, maybe for Rosamund Pike, and but multiple voters in different branches all were talking about Saltburn. Okay, so watch out for a better than expected showing. Okay. The color purple needs the acting branch to keep its hopes alive. I don't think that's going to get it. It's critically lauded, but it's struggled to get attention from critical guilds like art directors, costume, hair and makeup, only one SAG nom for cast ensemble. None of us have even run out to see it. And you loved the movie. Yeah, and historically, a musical performance has never been the sole nomination for a movie. So either predict Color Purple for other categories or Total Shutout. This is, again, what Variety's reporting. Um, Let's see. Origin is still going for Best Picture, but that could be its only nomination. And Industry Heavy Hitters. I don't even know what it is. This is the one that's based on um, cast. The book, oh cast, yeah, yeah, that book, yeah, and Ava DuVernay, yep. um, and I think it's opening maybe this weekend here. But Cher and Angelina Jolie have been doing like showings and trying to get people interested in the it's, movie. It's the guy you like from John Berthamall or whatever, Bernathal. Bernathal. Oh, Bernthal. 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 Yeah. Oh, I love Nisi him. Nash is in it. Via Farmiga. Farmiga. In origin. Yeah. Yeah. So even though a lot of people haven't seen the movie, there's heavy hitter. It's heavy hitter. Heavy hitters are pushing for it, kind of. And they were comparing it, comparing it to what Andrea Riseborough. Remember, she like there was some movie she was in last year, and it got nominated, and like By, ten people saw. It. And they found they ruled that to be illegal, though. Remember because. Someone had a private screening for yes, it. Yes, Laura Dern yes. posted about it. And yes. Reese Witherspoon. So they're wondering if Origin is going to get any of that because no one has seen the movie yet. No, I didn't yeah. even know about it. Uh, it's not clear which or if any poor things. Uh, oh, supporting it. actor will get nominated, either Willem Dafoe or Mark Ruffalo. It's been very inconsistent with those two. Yep. And then Maestro could mimic Mank. And Mank was a movie that came out in 2020. It was also filmed in monochromatic black and white, like Maestro. I remember this. And it, uh, uh, anyway, Bradley Cooper, they're like, "Mm, it's not going to make it. It's not going to make it. It isn't. And that was with Gary Allman, Amanda Seedfried, Lily Collins, and Mank. But they were, the Variety Reporter was pleasantly surprised at how many people mentioned. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse has a shot in the Best Picture category. The two. The cartoon one. The cartoon one. The and animated. I've never seen this, and I know, Grant, you saw it and loved it. Yes. It, it looks again, so good. And I've never seen it, because mm-hmm. I just cartoons. Yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm the same way. Cartoons mm-hmm. are not my jam, but that was worth it. It could. I mean, I'm waiting to watch it with, like, a boy. There you go. Girl, it a could. A young Kid. Yeah, yeah, it could be become the first non-Disney animated Best Picture nominee. What about Oppenheimer? I mean, why? Well, that'll be... Yeah. That, that'll these be, are just these are the, These are the things that are, are getting thrown out that are surprising. Starting to have a rising. But Saltburn, oh my God, if anyone liked it, send me an email. Yeah, and I'm sorry. I think Greta Gerwig... If Hollywood cannot get behind Greta Gerwig for what they did, I just... I'm giving up Are all you going to quit? I'm giving are up Are you going to quit Hollywood? Yes, are we, we're quitting Hollywood. <laughs> really we are no longer reporting uh, on it.
Makes we sense. quit. Yeah, but look for Saltburn to get some stuff, Julia. Okay. Okay, I, I neither of you have even bothered to watch it. It's been out for a very long time. I know. Especially after your conversation where you, well, you fell asleep uh, twice, I'm not. Uh, all right, so my friend Lisa. I'm going to watch it you only. Will. I'm going to watch it only because uh, just I try to do that, but i am just got to see for myself. It, it is a see for yourself. So mm-hmm. I asked my friend if she liked it, her and her husband. She said, you know, it was it was okay, you know, but it wasn't because there were these two scenes. You talked about the bathtub scene, and there's another down there scene-ish mm-hmm. um, that are different. Yeah. Okay, but again, I just, ah. Yeah. And, you know, getting back to Barbie, if you think about it, too, you know, the the, like, old school feel of the movie. It had sets. It didn't did have, have CGI. No, it had right. sets. It had stuff like what we yeah. see in Wizard of Oz. And, and the magic of how they did it. Because remember that Sunday morning, they showed us how the scene yeah. kept going. So I was out so with So that's that. like old-fashioned movie making. Come on, Hollywood. I thought this is what you wanted. I mean, I don't know. I just I was I out with the 25-year-old last night, okay? We had a, a meeting. And yeah. the 25-year-old and their mom. And the 25-year-old is telling the mom, you know, the mom said, I've tried to watch it twice. I just, for some reason, aren't getting, I can't get into it. And... The 25-year-old said, there, the America Ferrara's um, oh, epic speech. Epic speech. Epic. She said, every woman in America can relate to that. Yeah. You got to no, be Regardless bitchy. of the you, age. At, regardless of the age. It's so relatable. And she so said, good. just for that, Mom, you should watch it. Yeah. And it was just because that is such a moment. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I, I to me, the Barbie movie got it in the sense that anyone who played with Barbies, you were in Barbie world. You were in this world, it, pretend just, world. So that was the whole and like, it brought the movie. our whole world to life. Yeah, it was so great. Oh, it was God, so it was great. so good. All well, right. Cheers. Let's cheers. Let's to cheers, Grant. Let's cheers to let's Barbie. Cheers. Let's have an abstinence yeah. spirit, shall we? Yeah, let's, let's have, have a little. A, let's pour it over the ice, shall we, Grant? cocktail. Okay. That's delicious, sophisticated, alcohol-free, and sugar-free, I might add. Yeah, so I had one last night. I had a Cape Citrus Mm -hmm. on the rocks, and I just put in a splash of OJ. Mm -hmm. Mm. Amazing. Amazing. Because there's... Everything is pure botanicals. Everything's from pure, it. no calories, no sugar, different flavor. Feels like you're having a cocktail. The bottles are beautiful. So good. And this is available at Kowalski's Abstinence Non Alcoholic Spirits. Abstinence Spirits. Mm-hmm. We'll be chin right chin. chin chin. We'll be back with the dirt alert. All right, everybody. Lori and Julia here from Minneapolis Plastic Surgery. Uh, Dr. Jarvis, Dr. Tholen, and Dr. Singh are all there to answer all your questions. You know, winter traditionally is a very good time. If you're thinking about having something done, it's a good time to schedule it because you're not in the sun. You have some downtime when you're not out. And I was talking to a friend the other night about eyelids, about nose. You know, some people ask what different questions. People ask us questions, Julie. All the time. Because we know we've had some procedures. We have. But people go and call um, Minneapolis Plastic Surgery and go in for a a free consultation. Ask all your questions. No question's a dumb question. They will give you honest feedback. Um, They are all board certified plastic surgeons, very qualified, years of experience, and there to help you. And so call them today. I love their Insta. They have a great Insta. Mm-hmm. Um, you can uh, check them out at mpsmn.com or give and find out their phone number and everything. But call for your free consultation. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Well, let's get to some um, unfortunate sad news that I want to bring to your attention. We learned on January 4th that David Soul from Starsky and Hutch had passed away at the age of 80. Well, today we have learned that Lynn Marta, who co-starred in Starsky and Hutch with David Soul, has passed away at the age of 78. She's known for Footloose. She was also known as Joe from the show, Joe Kid. Um, American style, Barnaby oh, Jones. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. So, uh, she had a cancer battle. Now, that exact uh, type of cancer has not been released, but she passed away. To, oh. uh, this has been you know, reported and, and confirmed by the Hollywood Reporter from a friend of hers. Can so. I just stop really quick? She was in Love, American Style. Love American Style. Oh, I said that was two different things. Love and American no, Style. No, it was, it was called Love American Style. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was a TV it show. It was a TV show with little vignettes of, of love that well, were funny. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. That was a good show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I just wanted to pass that. I mean, it's just, you know, David Soul. I guess the they, they you know, her and David had kind of like an open relationship. They lived together. Uh, and the magazine and People Magazine reported back um, in 1983 that they, like I said, had an open relationship relationship and they even would later appear even though they lived together they spent time with other people that was a quote from this people magazine article in back in 83 and they also appeared on what's called uh they they're in a special in 1997 called david soul and friends so oh, all right yeah i just thought i'd he bring was that. a singer yeah he was. <laughs> it wasn't it the oh no i was thinking of a different person mm-hmm. yesterday the guy from uh Days of Our Lives did the Davy Crockett soon, but song, but not not uh, David Soul. Uh, mentioned earlier, we're just going to quickly br- uh, go over this one more time because I just think it needs to be brought up. Pauly Shore is set to play Richard Simmons in a new biopic. Richard Simmons is not on board with this, according to his um, uh, representatives. He may not even know this is being filmed because he has been kind of like estranged for is a it, long did time. Did his representatives say he might not be aware of it? Yes, it's in fact That's Richard's, so odd. Ri- yep. ri- he, he reiterated on Wednesday that it's uh, it's. Unauthorized and notes Richard might not even be aware the movie's on Hollywood's convoy belt at this point in time. That's so odd. Belt. Yeah, very, very odd. But hey, like you said earlier, many biopics have been made without the authorization yes. of the person. So we, we'll see. I'm just happy. Elvis was dead when they did his. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Polly Shore, you know, get him back on the big screen. And he's been pushing this for a long time through social media, trying to get people to bring it up. So I'm happy to see that he's going to be getting that chance to represent Richard Simmons. 
Uh, we talked about Cher's son, Elijah Blue Almond, and her request to get him in a conservatorship. We learned thereafter that he wanted to try to, he requested to dismiss his divorce from his uh, current wife. And I always, Miss King, I'm going to say her name is, mm-hmm. I, her name is very tough to say, but this now has been denied by a judge. So a judge has denied Cher's son, Elijah Blue Almond's request to dismiss his divorce due to his current conservatorship that his mom, Cher, is trying to put him in because he is set to bring in $120,000 a year from his trust that he would get from from Greg Almond, his father. Okay, that's... So because Cher is contesting something, wanting to have conservatorship, yep. the judge is denying his... The, the, these two have, like, a drug-fueled relationship. Yes, I was just yes. going to say. Yes. Yeah, okay, so, so, I don't know. It sounds like very complicated, messy business that we're yes. getting... Yep. Getting to hear Essen- about. Yeah, essentially, it's just that right now that since the conservatorship is up for debate right now, they're not letting them proceed with a divorce. They need Got to it. take everything into account because there's a lot of substance abuse with both of them, and they want to make sure Cher wants to make sure that her son is in the best position possible. Uh, Brad Pitt had an awkward run in this last weekend. He was at a small uh, gallery exhibit in Beverly Hills with his new girlfriend. And he ran into his ex-wife's father, John Voigt, and older brother, James Haven, in a very small, you saw that scene. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. How about I that? that? I guess a, an eyewitness said that plenty of people noticed the awkward exchange. Oh, can you imagine <laughs> it? A tiny gallery with white walls and pieces of art on it? I mean, and it's I, quiet and everyone's acting cool. I yeah. guess a source added that James, the older brother of Angelina, was amicable and acknowledged Brad, but they didn't see them talking much. They kept their separate ways. And another funny thing was that, um, actually, um, Sam Asgari was present and he asked for a that little, was funny a selfie, for a selfie with, with Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt. Oh. so that's posted because yeah. Brittany writes about her her crush on Brad Pitt yeah Absolutely. that was funny yep so that's just kind of an interesting moment for Brad and his new girlfriend mm-hmm. uh, some music news here Universal Pictures has optioned the rights to Anthony Kiedis's best time New York New York Times best-selling book, Scar Tissue. So this is going to be cool because this is the front man for Red Hot Chili Peppers, and it's going to get into everything. The artist, the addict that he was, the ringleader for Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that book was wild. Yeah. I mean, he wrote about everything. And Universal Pictures, they've done a good job with these biopics in the past. For example, N.W.A. Straight Outta Compton, which was pretty good in (laughs) my eyes. it was good. I really enjoyed it. So I mean, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, big band, lots of stories. Really interested to see what Universal Pictures will do with this. And where, where you know, they have to recreate the socks. You know, <laughs> the famous concert when... You know, oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Spring socks. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know what it is, and I don't don't want to talk. I know what it is. It's literally a sock rock. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's what we'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting. So Alec Baldwin is trying to sell his uh, Hamptons estate again. Now he originally listed this house for twenty nine million dollars a few years back, but now it has been twenty nine million. Twenty nine million. This is a ten thousand square foot, seven bedroom, ten acre lot in the Hamptons, and uh, now he's listed it for a low eighteen nine million. Is there a is a house? It's a house. Yeah, ten thousand square feet. But it's ten acres. Ten acres. It's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of land. But this is the interesting part. All right, tell me. He's his own realtor. He put up a YouTube video. I love. Of him touring the property. 
Do you want to know why this is so funny? This is what happens in Europe all the time. Really? Is they do all these YouTube videos about these properties that you can buy. And it's with yeah. with his realtor. Yeah. They just ask. Yes, one, Steve yeah. does these. Hi, we see I'm Alec Steve. Baldwin. Yeah. This is my house. Steve I want Patterson you to buy does it. Them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's not the worst thing. It's just the, you know, it's his, it's his pitch video, and you know, it's I think definitely it, going to get some eyes. I when I watched it, when he said, "This place is the best," I wanted to whisper back, "Why are you selling it? Why is he selling it?" That's right. I don't know. I, they didn't give any reason as to why he's selling it, but like I said, the he's acres. owned the house since 1995. He probably needs the money. Yeah. And, and if he bought it in 95, he probably bought it for a lot less than 18.9. So he's going to make a pretty penny on yeah. it. And people are cashing in right now. Yeah. Uh, let's go to one last one here. Uh, well, let's just take in Rust. Rust has got some, we've got some information from the set, uh, the, the, the uh, trial surrounding Hannah Gutierrez Reed. She's the armorer from Rust who is being charged with. Um, um, involuntary manslaughter. It has been alleged that Morrissey, which is the prosecutor, Carrie Morrissey, has offered her some leeway if she tells them where the bullet came from, the live round that came on set. Well, her lawyers came back and said, that's blackmail. You can't say you're going to give us leniency on another charge if we do this, because they then oh. did, in fact, charge her with something else prior to this set. So okay. they're saying that this is kind of blackmail. You can't you can't charge her for this if she didn't cooperate, essentially. Wow. So, yeah. The trial case, it'll never end. Yeah, I'm surprised this one's still going on, to be honest with you. I didn't think it would still be going on. So. Right. Yeah, that's your My All Talk. Right, thanks, Grant. Yeah, that's your My Talk Dirt. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then there was a scandal. Vintage scandal. It was quite the scandal. scandal. Quite the scandal. So, um, today's vintage scandal was inspired by Kieran Culkin. In um, the past eight days, he's won a Golden Globe, a Critics' Choice Award, and an Emmy Award for his role as the renegade uh, son, Roman Roy, in succession. Yes. And at each of those award ceremonies, he has profusely thanked his mom. And each time he won, people's minds were blown that he's the Home Alone brother and that he actually was in home alone younger, and he, was, he was the younger yeah. boy the younger who always boy. wet the bed yeah. yes and he was also in father of the bride yes he was he the was. little brother yes in father of the bride so okay. people because all we remember is macaulay cook and yes. macaulay come emancipated and so on um you know at the emmys he he uh teared up as he thanked his mom for giving me life in my childhood which was great so thank you for that backstage kieran said my mom is just is just an absolutely wonderful woman who raised seven kids in a studio apartment by herself. And it got me thinking about what was the scandal with the dad, Kit Culkin, and, you know, the, all of the kids. Because Kieran and, uh, and Macaulay. Macaulay are estranged from their father. They right. haven't talked to him in years. And um, I guess... Uh, Kieran's stepfather, he's 
he's been with Karen's mom for like 12 years. She, they live in Montana and she's uh, had some poor health, but they did spend time at Christmas in Brooklyn with Karen mm-hmm. and everything. But um, he grew up, all those Culkin kids, they grew up in near poverty. They were in a, remember our cousin, our cousin who does live out in uh, Manhattan, it lives in Times Square. Mm-hmm. It's the railroad style apartment. Yep. Yep. It's just this long hallway. It's it, you. We we couldn't imagine how they were raising their kids above a bar, right in downtown Manhattan. Two kids. Yeah, two kids. They, yep. they had seven kids. Oh. They shared bunk beds, and um, if you've ever been in a railroad style, they're just these long, skinny apartments. It's a hallway, and they're really. No separating doors. There's just uh, a bathroom. Seven kids in that. They had seven kids, and he recalled this to Vandy Fair in 2018, and um, he said um, he told Vandy Fair, you know, that he doesn't speak to his father Kit Culkin any longer, and um, um, because he was just so horrible. So I thought I got to find out what is the horrible stuff that. that Kit Culkin did. So here's the deal. Uh, Kit Culkin, he and Patricia never got married, but they were together for 20 years okay. and they had seven children. And he he worked as a taxi driver. He She was a telephone operator at night for a theatrical agency. They had... What, they had Macaulay, Kieran, then the actor, then Rory, then Shane, then Christian, and then they had two daughters also. Okay. So when the kids were young, they met the casting director, Billy Hopkins, through a neighbor. And this neighbor, Billy Hopkins, gave Macaulay his first job at six years old in this 1988 drama called Rocket Gibraltar, starring Burt Lancaster. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And they were so poor... Billy Hopkins told New York Magazine in 2001, I had to use my own money to make sure Macaulay got two and four to rehearsal. Right. And Macaulay would crawl under the bleachers at the theater to pick up change that had fallen out of people's pockets. And things changed then. And Macaulay's two years older than Kieran. Right. When Home Alone and Home Alone 2 happened, then the family moved to a brownstone on the Upper East Side. Mm -hmm. And then Kieran, he had the bit part in Home Alone and Home Alone 2. And then at age nine, he was in the movie Father of the Bride with Steve Martin, Diane Keaton, and Kimberly Williams. And Martin Short. And Martin Short, Mm -hmm. and followed by the sequel. And Kit, their father, is the brother of Bonnie Bedelia. And we know her from Die Hard. She played a race car driver in Heart at the Wheel, a movie that got nominated for an Oscar okay, a long time ago. Okay, I do recognize her. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And so he managed the son's acting career for a while, but was known for creating chaos in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. His demands resulted in a year's delay in filming, script changes, and a revolving door of directors and producers. The New York Times reported this in 93 about the movie The Nutcracker. And he was just a nightmare to a work stage with. Dad. And he was a nightmare a all parent. the way around. As a parent, Macaulay uh, himself told Mark uh, Marone, he said, he would just say to me, do good or I'll hit you. 
Oh. He was abusive physically and mentally. I can show you all the scars if you if you want me to, because he was the oldest. He got right. the most beatings. And Macaulay says this. Yeah, and Karen mm-hmm. has said Kit was never abusive towards him, but he told the Hollywood Reporter in 2021 he wasn't a good person and not a good parent. I never looked at him as a father. He didn't belong here. And when he was finally gone for good in our family, it made the most sense. And the last time that Kieran saw his father was in 2014 backstage at a Broadway play. And um, he told the Hollywood reporter, bleep him. I don't care. I don't think anyone in the family talks to him. And so I thought, what else has happened in this family? Because but don't you remember Macaulay Culkin emancipated his parents? He got emancipated from his parents. Yes, and because of the money. Well, they dragged the kids through this hostile custody battle. And it went on forever. And that ended in 1995, their relationship. Mm -hmm. But then the fight, the fight, and then... So he, the the dad moved out of the family railroad, you know, uh, the brownstone, excuse me. But he remained in the same building and rented a one-bedroom apartment nine floors above that brownstone. She filed a lawsuit against him. She wanted custody of their seven kids. She eventually won the lawsuit, and Kit didn't even get visitation rights. They had so much proof. so awful. And they, Macaulay and Karen were teenagers when and they were just like we don't have anything more to do with him and that's when macaulay emancipated mm-hmm. and um then the kids didn't really have anything to do with the dad and then in 2008 um their sister dakota yes was crossing lincoln boulevard if you're familiar with the marina del rey area it's she was right in front of crossing right in front of brennan's pub and she was hit by a car and killed. And Kieran at the time was in that show. Did you guys ever watch Scott Pilgrim versus the World? Yeah. He left that show because he was so, so grief stricken yeah. over his sister. He just decided to give it up. And he and Macaulay always said she was the funny, funniest yeah. person in the family. Yeah. And he said it's just always devastating uh, to him to think of. And then their other sister died of a drug overdose. Okay. But um, um, Macaulay Culkin, in his memoir that he published in 2006, he called the piece Dear Father. And he said, you know, Dear Father, it didn't have to be like this. We could have stayed poor. You showed me what it was like to be afraid. You hurt so many people and Mm -hmm. I'm not just talking about our family and other important people in the business. You hurt our name. I just thought you should know that. And Macaulay then went on, didn't he have years of drugs, struggling with drugs and alcohol? Yes. Yeah. And then they also had a fire in 98 in this nice brownstone that they were in that started. uh, Yeah, they've had just really a lot. lot And yes, Macaulay had um, a lot in 2004. He was charged with possessing marijuana. And then rumors began to circulate about him using harder drugs as these photos in 2012. But I think he was making a movie. Um, And... um, 
And speaking about drug use in 2021, Macaulay told Esquire, I do love drugs. They're like old friends, but sometimes you outgrow your friends. Yeah. That's actually one of the best quotes. Yeah. Isn't it? It's so true. Yeah. So uh, their sister, Jennifer, uh, died of a drug overdose at the age of 30. So, yeah, no one in the family talks to the dad, but they... Love mom. Their mom and, and Macaulay and Karen are friends. Oh, they're, they're oh, yes. all the brothers. They're yeah. they're close. Yeah. And Rory, we've seen act. Rory was in um, that show that we loved with Taylor Kitsch about Waco. Yeah, the whatever's name. What was his name? James Jim Jim. No, not Jim Jones. Another um, guy. But it was called yep, Waco, yep. and it was about that. And Rory yep. was in that. That miniseries. It's so funny when you look at little pictures of Macaulay Culkin and Kieran. Kieran you recognize him. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. recognize him as a little boy because I kind of thought he just came out of the scene. I didn't know of him. He's acting been acting before. for a long time. Yeah, these since, kids have been uh, in the biz forever. Yeah, since they were kids. So. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so all right. that just. Well, I'm so that. happy for him and all of his wins. He seems like such a great guy. Yeah. He really does. Yeah. Thanks and, for that one. And he is perfect as uh, roman roy absolutely pitch perfect mm-hmm. okay thank you all right, all right yeah. we're gonna come back it's laurie and julia this is my talk that it's one of the songs that is featured in beautiful the carol king musical yeah, the music is so good i i love that <laughs> i love that okay so tonight on the tuberuski mm-hmm. um there is a new series premiere on your favorite station, Lori, the CW. Oh, I love the CW. Okay, so this one, I kind of love the description. It's called Wild Cards. Oh, I've got this on the DVR. I, I'm and going to. have been showing the ads. This looks so good. Listen to the description. We're like Bones, you know, the TV show Bones. Yeah. And that dude from Buffy, Castle, which <laughs> all TV shows, and that hot girl, Stars Born, except, except you're Lady Gaga and I'm Bradley Cooper. Um, so people are just saying, could be wishful thinking, but there's no denying the cutest couple of mismatched crime solvers to come along in a long time. This lighter than air escapist caper is a co-production of Canada's show that's been revamped. The CW features a cameo by 90210 Jason Priestley. That's why he's been in everything mm-hmm. lately. Yes, yes, I heard about and that. And yeah. he's a jailbird dad. The setup is that... Um, this guy, this older detective, is demoted, and he has he's assigned to something in order to babysat this bubbly bad girl. Yeah, and she's from Riverdale. Yeah, yeah, she's from Riv- Riverdale. Vanessa Morgan. Yes. Yeah, Vanessa Morgan. Um, this looks good. <laughs> yeah, I love Jason Presley. Too. The CW <laughs> is trying, I think, trying to reband itself as just CW, and I'm just like, yeah, just leave the. the. Yeah, because yeah. they went a different direction for a little bit there where they were going sports and yep. and reality TV no. games type no. stuff. But you're That's right, not stick what to what you're good at, which yeah. is the, like, you know. And this is called Wild, Wild Cards. Wild Cards. It sounds good. Yeah, I saw, um, I was um, watching, oh, I think it was Catching Up on Nancy Drew, and mm-hmm. um, I saw like ads for that. Must have been another show because this has just been promoted. But here, time's up for Apple. You better get yourself to Costco or someplace tonight, because Apple, starting tomorrow, will be banned from selling the Smartwatches Series 9. And that and has two models. What, ha- what that model has on it is the heart monitoring stuff. Blood oxygen sensors. They stole medical technology. A federal car- court rejected. And no, you guys stole it. Retailers will be 
prohibited from selling it. All that will be available is, quote unquote, the low end SE Apple Watch. And Lori's an expert because she bought one of these for her husband and said to me one day on the air, Lori, do you think Casey would like one of these? And I used to Julia and I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Because he's obsessed yes. with he, monitoring his body. He loves it. He's obsessed. He loves it so much. He's like, I love this watch. And all I use on mine are the rings. I know I could, all I use is my exercise. Well, yeah. you might not have, because isn't it a couple years old? Oh, it's old, but oh, I yeah. but I could use it to answer phones, yeah, to yeah, send yeah. texts. I blocked everything. All I want to know is how far I walked, how uh, hard I worked out. Yeah. and My heart rate is, I'm with you, how far I've walked. I, I don't really my, care about my heart rate. Uh, I mean, I people are checking yeah. their blood oxygen. I wouldn't be surprised if Casey is one of them. Of course he is. Of course but he the is. sleep thing is interesting. So describe oh, all that Oh, yeah, works. you can uh, track your sleep. Because mom has one of these, and mom uses it for falling. Yeah. You know, my mom has one, and she... Yes, if you are a tippy canoe... Or Instead you, of having that big monitor that we used to have, I've fallen and can't get if up. If you fall... It will, you, it's right on your wrist. Yeah, it's right there on your wrist, and it will actually call somebody. If you're a tippy canoe. canoe. And yeah. mom's watch calls Casey. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> but anyway. Anyway, so that's happening. Tonight's the night. And I just said Costco, because that when I did my price... Uh, oh, they, they they had the yeah. best praise. Yeah, on that always. Album. They have mm. not on everything. Not on everything. No, like, no. like my laptop. I, I just got a laptop. There, they better didn't at Best sell. Buy. No, they didn't have enough memory in the one that they were selling. Yeah. So Sometimes I it's brought it back. Options. Yeah, yeah, they have just yeah. a little bit, but they're so helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, in case Costco greeter could be yeah. in our future, but Lori, there's <laughs> cement floors. Oh, I know. Listen, I, I love Costco. I love Costco. Yeah, I'm not gonna My lie and say I it. don't love it because every time I go there, I find something. Score. Yeah, but it's just. Um, it's a floor. It's a store with cement floors. It's the cement floors. I think it's over the, the years, floors. and that's an old saying, Grant, yeah. you were in here, but Lori wouldn't shop at any of the big box stores because they have cement floors. Oh, I love this. Oh, so this is an old, <laughs> an old. I've had to, um, I've had to rethink things. This is a replay Why? of an older thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, Michelle said, "Okay, here's what Michelle just said. My husband loves the Apple Watch Plus." Pulse Oximeter 2. Yeah, that's and what she, it has. That, and, yeah. That's the ripped off technology. And that is the stolen technology. Mm-hmm. So go tonight. Mm-hmm. And then she likes, I do the rings. Because all I care about is the rings. Yeah. My watch didn't charge, wasn't charging over the weekend. And I'm like panicking. Yeah. How would I know if I walked today? <laughs> you you it's, feel it's, it? You I, right. know that you, you know, did it? You see the footsteps? Oh, man. We've got a little update on this Polly Shore, Richard Simmons. Thing. All right, oh, what's boy. happening? So now we know that Richard Simmons technically has been um, isolated himself from society for the most part. But according to his Facebook page, and I got to give Panda a little credit. She sent me this. Uh, Thank the, you, Panda. Dur- You're so on top During of the dirt. But it says, hi, everybody. You may have heard that they may be doing a movie about me with Polly Shore. Yeah. I have never given my permission for this movie, so don't believe everything you read. Okay. I no longer have a manager and no longer have a publicist and i try to live a quiet life and be peaceful thank you for all your support and love so So whoever even spoke out i thought that was weird well if the the, his spokesperson would say speak on his behalf and say i'm not even sure if he knows about it and i'm like didn't you speak to him about this story yeah you're right that way that you did call that out and that that's a big gap right there for sure well i you know what richard 
I don't think he can stop the movie from happening. No, I don't think he can either. And Mm -hmm. he has a good story. I mean, he's got a story. Oh, Laurie. All right. And the studio, this is the funny part. The studio says that they want to honor his privacy and respect it. But yet they want to, you know, they want to, they respect want to his celebrate pri- his life. They want to celebrate his life, but honor <laughs> and respect his privacy. You can't really do both of those at the same time. That's a yeah. little bit contradicting. Well, but he I'm was he was bigger than life at one point. I mean, he was on all my children for God's no, sake. No, General, General Hospital, Hospital. Yeah. acted J- Jackie Zeman, who was That's snubbed right. at the Emmys. She <laughs> hired him to work at the studio that she had. She was a nurse. That's and right. she started an aerobic studio and hired Richard. I saw him on a plane once. I thought I was going to die. Was he in his shorts and his tank? Yes. I, I been mean, so he, cold. Was, he was everything. He was. He really was. Uh, sweating to the oldies and deal a meal. He had these cards. I mean, he really, he he walked the walk for many, many, many years. Yeah. yeah. Positive figure. I mean, I remember... I remember Julia wanted to I go did. and work out at his club when we first started going to the SAG Awards. And I'm like, we're not going to L.A. <laughs> to work out. But I thought, you wouldn't... I know, we can't go see a movie while we're there. We are going out. Julia, I still maintain that I'm I never know. going on a movie on a girls' weekend. I, I That know. is not Thank God right. you still are 17 and I'm 90. <laughs> the age difference, we average out at 40. <laughs> Prostate. How about Kanye West pulling out all of his teeth? What? And replacing them with titanium dentures that cost a million dollars. A million dollars. He apparently in 2010, I think he was on the Ellen Show and told her that oh, he, he took he took, he his took bottom the bottom teeth, teeth out and put him replaced him with diamonds. But I'm sorry, your gum health is important as you age. Why would you mess with it? He had beautiful teeth. <gasps> this man. Unpredictable. Un- unpredictable. And attention seeking. That's so there right. you go. All right. Thanks for hanging out with us like today. We're going to be at the My Talkies tomorrow. Yeah. At My Talkies, the drafting starts tomorrow at 8 o'clock here on My Talk. Have a good night, everybody.